HSBC Business Editions Minat. Hello and welcome to this series of podcasts hosted by HSBC and Minat. Over the course of the series, you'll be hearing from regional business owners, HSBC leaders, and market experts on themes such as building back stronger from crisis, digital economies, future cities, outlooks, and sustainability. The Power of Partnership series from HSBC and City Possible is pioneered by Mastercard, and in this, the first episode, which is called Urban Tech and Digital Economics Fit for the Future, we hear from Professor Greg Clark, Head of Future Cities and New Industries at HSBC, and Miguel Gamino, Executive VP of Global Cities at Mastercard. To start, we have an introduction from Raku Malhotra, President, Middle East and Africa, for Mastercard. I am absolutely uh, delighted to welcome all of you to this uh, webinar, the first of a series in which Mastercard and HSBC aim to explore the impact of digital transformation on urban centers of the future. Yesterday, we launched a partnership with HSBC to accelerate sustainable urban development. As global leaders, we will bring our collective resources, expertise, and integrated urban development solutions to our city possible network, which is Mastercard's partnership and co-creation framework for cities. In many ways, we see a trend uh, happening of a few things coming together and fusing together that will mean how we look at cities and how we look at, when I say cities, I say this in a loose fashion, I actually mean urbanization, or how that's going to come together. And that will come together and how people actually collaborate and, and how partnerships are formed. Partnerships like what we have at HSBC, but partnerships like what we do with governments. And actually, if you start to see what's actually transpiring in the world today, most governments actually have a vision for smart cities or smart countries. Most municipalities have started to have that. The, the consumers are ready to adopt new ways of how they actually interact and take on digital platforms. And companies like ours and HSBC are also ready to actually move forward into a world that looks a little different, but a little better than what it is today. MasterCard has made long-term commitments to countries and communities it operates in, and we do this in very close partnership with NGOs, governments, and private organizations. Our innovative technology has contributed significantly towards effective, scalable solutions that are required for sustainable, inclusive growth. Our combined resources along with HSBC is going to make this partnership stronger, and that is really what this webinar and this series is all about. I think the stars of the show today really are uh, the two panelists, uh, Greg and Miguel. So without further ado, I'd like to hand this back uh, into Maddie uh, to be the moderator for, for the panel for today. Thank you so much, Raju. We're incredibly excited to welcome HSBC as a, a City Possible partner, and we have a lot to cover today. So let's dive right in with the questions. Miguel, the first is to you. Um, Raju mentioned this morning in his opening remarks that HSBC CC and MasterCard announced a partnership committed to accelerate sustainable urban development. Can you provide a quick overview of what it is and, and what the partnership means? Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, and I echo all of the comments, actually, that Raghu mentioned and absolutely thrilled to to have formalized this, this part of our relationship with HSBC and, and my good friend, Greg. As far as background for City Possible, it was effectively launched in its current form in November 2018 with its goal to be a unique global network.
network of cities. And at that time, I think we launched with about 16 cities or so um, and a couple of industry partners. And today we're over 180 cities already and welcoming the likes of HSBC into this community. And and the purpose of all of this is to bring cities together and facilitate uh, through this community the opportunity for these members to draw on their own collective experiences and connect with one another. So it's not always just about connecting us with them, but oftentimes them with one another. And through that, we are pushing for opportunities to collaborate and co-create in a way that would really solve urban challenges in the most inclusive manner. And the way that I kind of summarize our collective aligned mission is every mayor that I've worked for or that I that I know is all effectively trying to accomplish the same thing, which is to, to see their community prosper. And most often, almost always in an inclusive manner. That aligns with our core mission, uh, because if we help more people prosper and participate in the digital economy, then we believe that that creates these inclusive outcomes that, that Raghu uh, already mentioned. And so we've invested heavily in creating this community. It's grown rapidly, and we're absolutely thrilled uh, to have uh, HSBC join this movement and bring their expertise and assets to the table to advance this, this uh, inclusive innovation approach to addressing the most pressing issues that cities are facing all around the world. This is a global effort. Um, right now, we're, we're talking about Middle East and Africa region, but that 180 plus cities uh, represent every corner of the world and every strata, if you will. Uh, we've got very large cities uh, and also small communities, states, and regions. So we're bringing all of this energy together, all of this expertise together with the intent to really what we call make tech work for people, really mobilize technology and mobilize this expertise in a way that makes life better for people in these urban centers, helps them find a pathway to prosperity that is inclusive and reaches everyone everywhere. Thank you, Miguel. That, that was a really thorough answer. And Greg Clark, head of Future Cities at HSBC. Greg, I'd love to hear how does this partnership with MasterCard fit into HSBC's existing efforts and commitment to the future of advancement of cities? Well, Maddie, let me also say that HSBC is really delighted to be entering this partnership with MasterCard in the City Possible initiative and network, and we're looking forward to really making this partnership work. Um, our bank is active in 62 markets, 300 cities, millions of individual business and institutional clients, many of whom are involved in running businesses that are based in cities or providing services to cities or pursuing their life chances through cities. And from that perspective, our bank is particularly preoccupied with cross-border activity, with cross-border trade, investment, travel, entrepreneurship, joint ventures. We work particularly with aspiring people, aspiring families and aspiring firms. And we work for the future of the planet with a deep commitment to sustainable finance and to the climate transition. And in all of these ways, HSBC and MasterCard are brilliantly compatible partners in this City Possible initiative. It's great that we are launching this initiative here in the Manat region, as we refer to it. This 
is a region with some of the world's most important ancient cities within it, cities that have been critical in human civilization for many centuries. It's also a region where we have very fast-growing cities, particularly the medium-sized cities actually in this region. And it's a region where there is restructuring going on in the older, larger cities, as well as fast new cities emerging. Of course, this region is also in the middle of a busy period of hosting the world, not least with the Dubai Expo that's to come uh, at the end of, of, of next year, but also, of course, with the World Cup and the G20 on its way to the region soon. So it's an exciting region, a very important part of the world, and a, a region where the cities and their process of change and development really matters. So we're very excited to do this, and we're looking forward to the partnership. Thank you, Greg. We, we certainly are as well. Um, I, I think you've touched on some really key themes in your answer. Miguel, if you could build on that. Cities have been facing and continue to face pretty massive challenges forever. And, and even in the kind of face of dealing with a pandemic, many communities are dealing with either social unrest, natural disaster, climate change, you know, all of these kind of uh, really massive issues are still being confronted even in light or in the in the midst of uh, dealing with a pandemic. So I say that to say everything we've been doing with City Possible just got more urgent and more important um, when the pandemic emerged because we were already focused on helping cities face some of these some of these uh, major urban challenges of infrastructure and uh, financial inclusion and, and the sort. And so we didn't really have to pivot much at all. We just had to accelerate and maybe increase um, focus or, or, or slight kind of adjustments uh, when the pandemic hit. But first and foremost, it, it posed a health threat and, and, a, and, and threatened just the well-being of communities all around the world, effectively all at the same time. And so that was what was really, uh, from a, just from a kind of response perspective, that's what was also unprecedented, was the urgency and the scale of the call as it came and the gravity of the consequences of not responding properly. And so that immediate priority of, of saving lives and delivering essential services uh, became obvious. What it also did was exacerbate the inequalities and, the, frankly, the stark realities of the digital divide in communities all over the world. As people were required to even quarantine, having access to kind of the digital alternatives to essential services became even more important. And it also surfaced for government leaders that there were some things that they needed to do better and more urgently also. And that was better utilizing data to understand the challenges and even measure the effectiveness of certain responses. Just generally speaking, COVID-19 really made those challenges uh, front and center and highlighted how the most vulnerable people in the communities were maybe the most exposed to further vulnerability through those challenges and, and those uh, weaknesses, if you will. Examples I would say that we're very proud of all around the world where we were able to help uh, leaders overcome many of these challenges and, you know, really help people in a, in a better and more inclusive way, not not only for the current pandemic, but frankly, we, I think we've helped create infrastructure that will serve in the face of future challenges, as I mentioned, that have been coming to them and will continue to come to them before and after the pandemic. 
pandemic. Thank you, Miguel. Um, Greg, we'd love now for you to tell us about some of the research HSBC has done around COVID-19 and how it's advancing and accelerating urban tech and, and the digitization of the economy. Uh, Maddie, thanks very much. I would encourage all of our listeners to uh, go onto the HSBC website to our research pages because there is a very wide range of research that has been done there and published about cities, about digital technologies, digital inclusion, and much more. Um, a very simple summary from me of what we've picked up from our engagement with our banking community is that uh, COVID-19 has kind of seven imperatives or impulses attached to it. I won't go through them in detail, but the first one is about uh, uh, digital transformation and the serviceization of the economy. The second one is really about reformed trade and uh, supply chains. Uh, the third one is very much connected to human health, something that uh, Miguel has already mentioned. The fourth one is around planetary health. The fifth one on the new kind of relationships between citizens and government. Uh, the sixth one around a new social contract. And the seventh one very much focused on new spatial patterns, which I think have been really critical. And we see each of these seven things having a new impulse or a new imperative for change. So what COVID-19 has done, in just the way Miguel said, it's accelerated this process of technology adoption, not just to make cities more responsive to citizens, that's the digital urbanization, but also to give opportunities for cities to host a different kind of economy by creating these super sectors emerging from the convergence that happens between sectors when they start to use the same shared technologies. Thanks, Greg. And I, I think, Miguel, we'd like to know some of the tangible examples and the work City Possible has done. So we've initiated programs in more than 40 governments. I think we have 300-plus projects around the world assisting with things across the spectrum. One, one of the things we got an urgent call for was to help with delivering essential services, and we activated our partner network. And, and this was primarily around Around delivering food and we have partnership with Lyft and we were able to mobilize that to deliver meals to people who were now under quarantine but at risk of food vulnerability and then also helping cities one of my favorite examples is the city of Los Angeles something that we we kind of created called that I refer to as donations to disbursements we got a call I think on a Sunday afternoon and eight days later the mayor of Los Angeles launched the Angelino campaign and the Angelino you know, card program, and they used our prepaid card programs, debit card program technology, uh, and partners to distribute that money. <clears throat> I think to date, over $36 million in private donations have been raised and directed to vulnerable families uh, in Los Angeles. The other thing that's happened that's important to understand is, while it started as a COVID response, kind of an urgent financial assistance solution, that same car Angelino card program is now evolving into a, uh, a platform for contactless government and delivery of other services from city and, and other levels of government. And then last but certainly not least is what happens as things recover? How do, how do we shape things to a more inclusive and prosperous recovery? Just announced uh, HSBC's partnership uh, with
Redwood City possible. Also today, we announced a partnership with the Singapore Tourism Board specifically to mobilize these resources and assets and expertise and this city possible collective, I call it the superpower of collaboration, to help them understand how to prepare for the return of or even stimulate the safe re- return of travel and tourism for Singapore. So now we're already starting to contribute to the thinking about post-COVID and how we can make these economies not only to come back, but come back stronger, safer, and more resilient and inclusive over time. Greg, I've got a question for you. So why is urban digitization important and how does it help future-proof our communities? I think that there's a false debate going on in the world at the moment between the advantages of the physical city, which have all of the amenities that we're used to and the places of work and all of the fun that they create, and the virtual city, which is the the place that we go online, if you like, it's the, the digital domain. Actually, I think the opportunity that COVID-19 is bringing us is to fashion a new kind of city, a kind of blended city, where we can use the advantages of digitization in the efficiency of how we work, how we buy things, how we communicate with one another, um, how we uh, optimize, as it were, uh, the value of of a spaceless place. And I think the, the quest for us over the next 10 years is to make both this physical city and this virtual city work in such a way that they reinforce each other and produce this blended city rather than producing a separated city. And I think that's our quest, and I I expect we'll spend many months ahead thinking about that issue. Thank you both for for your your thoughtful answers. I've really appreciated the conversation today and how the celebration of our our new HSBC and City Possible partnership is kicking off. I think we have a lot of exciting work ahead, and I know the, the webinar series, the HSBC and MasterCard Power Partnership will continue. I'd like to pass it over now to Abdul Fattah Shuraf, UAE CEO and Head of International Minot for HSBC for his final thoughts and, and to close us out today. Thank you, Maddie, and we thank you from both HSBC and MasterCard for joining us today. It feels right to launch uh, this partnership in a region with the fastest urbanization rate in the world. Collaboration between businesses like HSBC and MasterCard is positive. What what we have heard today only proves that cities will be the accelerators of development and technology will be the accelerators of cities. The fourth industrial revolution will see the world of physical, digital and science come together. For me, this means more competition and innovation, a higher standard of living and deeper care for the environment. For me, this is building back better. Please join us on 22nd as we explore how government can use digital technology to unlock value at local level. That's it for this edition of HSBC Business Editions. Subscribe now to be updated on our latest episodes. We look forward to welcome you to the next episode.